Happy Mother's Day to all moms who are watching. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coastline Baptist Church for our live stream today. I hope you enjoyed the worship. I hope you enjoyed the Mother's Day video that we just showed. Uh, that cracked me up when I saw that. And uh, I'm not going to be long today. Not that anybody can go out to eat or anything like that, but you may have plans with mom. And uh, I just want to just share some thoughts with you about moms. And um, listen, I don't know what it's like to be a mom. But I do know what it's like to have a mom, and uh, I love my mom, and uh, she is just the uh, perfect example of hard work, of love, of care, and uh, you see a picture of me and my mom right here, and aren't I just the cutest kid ever? My goodness gracious, I got a gigantic head, but uh, no, I, I, love, I love my mother. I'm so thankful for who she is, and um, you know, I... I Think often about how I wish I could go back and take back some of the things that I did and some of the things that I said to her, and, um, but I can't. But I can respect and honor and love my mom now. And uh, you know, being her favorite out of my three siblings, um, I think I can speak for all of us in saying that um, we love her. And uh, although she may love me a little bit more than my brother and sister, that's okay. And uh, hey, listen, Joseph was the favorite in the Old Testament, and that worked out pretty well for him in the end, at least. And God meant it for good. So uh, I love my mom, and I just wanted to give her a shout out to her. I love her and thankful for her um, as I jump into today's message. Uh, like I said, I don't know what it's like to be a mom, but I have watched a lot of moms uh, in action. I see my wife, the mother to four boys, uh, the mother to a child with severe special needs, that requires a lot of attention. And moms are the most incredible people on the planet, aren't they? They're just absolutely amazing. And um, there's a story in the Bible, and really just, it's, it's not a story per se, it is a story, but um, we look at the life, and there's not a whole lot about her, but the mother of Jesus, Mary. We see her at the beginning, at the birth. We see her a little bit when Jesus um, gets lost, and then we see her um, at the end. And you think about all that time in between, Mary, the mother of Jesus. And I want to look, I want to read a passage, and then we might look back a little bit, but John chapter 19. In John chapter 19, a very important moment in Mary's story. We see in John 19, we're at Golgotha, at the foot of the cross. In verse 25, it says this. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother, and the disciple standing by whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then saith he to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her unto his own home. Can you see the picture there? Can you step into that moment for just a minute? Here Mary is, she's older now. The hair at her temples is gray and, and wrinkles now replace that once youthful skin. Her hands are callous. She's raised a house full of children. And now... She beholds the crucifixion of her firstborn. 
Do you think, what was going through her mind in this moment? What, what does she think about? What memories is she, are coming to her mind in this moment as she sees the torture of her son? No doubt she was there uh, when he was whipped in, in that public setting and saw it all. Maybe she thought about the long ride to Bethlehem when she was with child, being turned away by the innkeeper. The stable, maybe she remembers the smell of that stable as she gave birth to God. Jesus, the Son of God who was God. Maybe she thinks of the baby's bed made of hay and the the cows mooing nearby. Maybe she remembers them being fugitives in Egypt for that time. Maybe the uh, being home in Nazareth and, 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 and the panic that was in Jerusalem when they lost track. I thought he was with you, Joseph, you know, and just all those things. And then finding him there in the temple. The carpentry lessons is she probably remembers Joseph teaching him how to use the tools in the carpenter's shop. Laughing together at the dinner table. I mentioned it last week. Jesus was a person. <laughs> We don't think about all the humanistic tendencies that Jesus had. It's almost like we, we, it's uncomfortable for us to think of Jesus uh, anything less than divine. And he was divine, but he was a human. And you think of him skinning his knee and Mary tending to the scratch and maybe Jesus having a, a nightmare. We don't know those things, but Mary was his mom. We do know that. Maybe she goes back to that Morning, that, that afternoon when Jesus maybe came in a little bit early from the shop and he had a look in his eyes and his voice was a little bit more firm and he said, you know, John, John is preaching in the desert now. And they knew. He had heard the news and Jesus took off his, his nail apron and, 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 and dusted off his hands and with one last look said goodbye to his mother. They both knew that it would never be the same again. And that last look that they shared, that, that goodbye, they shared a secret. That the full extent of that secret was just too painful to say out loud. She knew what was to come. Mary learned that day the heartache of saying goodbye. From then on, from that moment, he, he left home to begin his ministry, those three years. When he left home, she knew that it would never be the same and she would only be able to love him from a distance, from, from, from the edge of a crowd, uh, from, from outside of a, of a packed house, on the shore of the sea. Suddenly, Jesus from the cross wraps her attention as he says, Woman, behold thy son. You just can picture John just fastening his arm around Mary a little tighter. Jesus was asking him to be the son that she needed. And that in some ways he never was able to be. Jesus looks at Mary from the cross. His ache was from a pain far greater than that of the nails in his hands. In their silent glance, they again shared a secret, and she said goodbye. And he said goodbye. And he said, it is finished. Could you just imagine? Could you just imagine how that must have felt? Could you just imagine what Mary must have been thinking? 
and the grief that she carried. But it's easy to forget what Jesus did there. Even from the cross, it was about others. He went to the cross for us, did he not? And even from the cross, in the midst of pain and heart and, and agony, and just death is coming, he says, woman, behold thy son. Son, behold thy mother. And he says, behold thy mother to John. And in his last few moments, he makes sure that his mother is taken care of. Mother's Day messages at church are often about how to be a good mom and things like that. And really, I want to focus more on, on yes, that's all true. And we, we listen, I, I, don't, I feel like I, I, don't, I don't need to talk to the moms today about being a good mom. If you're surviving through this pandemic as a mom, whether you're working from home or just taking care of the kids, which is already a full-time job plus that, then you're already a great mom. But those of us, and it's all of us, who have mothers, how do we treat them? How do we speak to them? This is not just for kids, by the way. Kids' message on obeying your parents. Teenagers mouthing off. I'm talking people like me. Do we care? Do we show that we care? Jesus did in his final moments. He showed that he cared. Honor thy father and mother in the Bible is not just for those 18 and under. It's for all of us. I am thankful for my mom. I love my mom. I love my mother-in-law. There's no mother-in-law jokes coming after that statement. I, I say that emphatically. I love my mother-in-law. I'm blessed. But do I always treat them the way I should? Do I always honor them and, and show my love the way that I should? No, I don't. Do I show uh, the proper respect and honor that is due to the mother of my children, my wife? No, I don't. And I need to, and I want to. It's my heart's desire, and I hope it's yours, whether you're a son or a daughter, to show love to the moms in your life. I know I want to. I know I want to. And I need to. And so do you. I want to just thank the moms and speak to, to moms today. To the mom that has young children right now. And you are constantly in diaper mode and you're constantly chasing after kids and you're constantly hearing mommy, mommy, mommy all the time. And sometimes it can get to you. And sometimes... It can push you over the edge. And sometimes you feel like you just don't have enough to give. Can I tell you and remind you that God sees you. God sees you. And he's enough for you. You can do it. To the mom who has teenagers right now. Maybe you're a mom right now that had a senior in high school that will not be able to have a regular graduation. No open houses, no graduation parties. And you've been planning and planning and thinking ahead and making plans because that's what moms do. And 
suddenly it's all thrown to the wind and you don't know how to comfort your child that's a senior now, getting ready to go into adult life. That's got to be hard. Can I remind you that God sees you and he's enough. To expecting mothers, those who are getting ready to have a baby or know you're going to have one and maybe it's weeks away or months away or maybe you just found out. And maybe there's a little bit of nervousness surrounding this whole pandemic and being at the hospital and things like that, whatever it may be. And you don't know how you're going to manage. How can I How can I bring a baby into this world with all that's going on and this and social distancing and it's going to last for a little while and even after it's going to be crazy and all these other things. How can I do it? Can I remind you and tell you that God sees you, expectant mother. He sees you. He cares about you and he is enough for you. He's enough. He will bring you through. To those who maybe have lost your mom this year or recently. Maybe this is the first Mother's Day without your mother here on this earth. And it hurts and there's tears today. And maybe in the past you always looked forward to Mother's Day but not anymore. Can I remind you that God sees you and he loves you and he is enough for you. He's enough for you. To those women who struggle to have a child and your desire is to be a mom but for some reason God saw fit to either not allow you that or you're just not sure why when you struggle to have a child. Can I remind you that God sees you. He sees you. He has a plan and a reason and he is enough for you. He is always enough and he is all that we'll ever need. To those ladies who have miscarried, had a miscarriage, can I tell you, first of all, I'll, I, I, I'll say, in my eyes, you're a mom. I don't know the grief and sorrow that comes with that. As a parent, my, we, we have never dealt with that in our lives personally. I don't know how you feel, but can I remind you that God sees you too. And he loves you and he's enough for you. He'll always be enough. And to those of us who have a mom, we're blessed to have our mom still with us. Maybe you're with her today. Maybe you're watching the service with her right now and, and maybe you want to go and put your arm around her and say, hey, I love you. <laughs> maybe you're already sitting next to her. Maybe there's children watching right now and you want to go sit in mom's lap for a minute and tell her you love her. I'll never forget as long as I live when my grandmother passed away. And it was about two in the morning. My family, my, my mom woke us up, me and my brothers and sister, my brother and sister. And we drove to the hospital. My 
grandmother had um, been in the hospital suffering from ovarian cancer and I was so young I didn't know all the full extent of it. And I'll forget walking into the little chapel there two in the morning, so quiet, and my dad being there. My dad's mom was, had passed away. And he told us, and my dad, who doesn't cry very often, began to weep. I'll never forget him looking at my brother and me and saying, always love your mother and respect your mother because you don't know how long she'll be here. And I've never forgotten that moment as long as I live. I haven't always acted like I should, and neither of you. But may we go forward today. May we look at the life of Christ, our example, our great example, and how even in his final moments, he cared for his mother. We look at the life of John. We look at what John does, and, and we don't know the rest of the story, but I have no doubt that John spent the rest of his days caring for Mary as his own mother. And may we, with more effort and love and care than ever, remember our moms. Love our moms. Honor our moms. We only get one, don't we? Let's, let's never forget the blessing and privilege that we have in having a mom. And for some of you watching, the privilege and honor of being a mom. Thank you so much for all that you do. All moms watching, thank you for all that you do. Thank you for who you are. You can do this. You're incredible, and we love you, and have a wonderful and blessed Mother's Day.